But I know yourself, you, you know, you've been heavily involved in the research and how Google works and, you know, the, the background and machine learning and everything. I mean, is it just, I don't know, I just feel as though it, it was always going to happen. It's just all this machine learning and everything that's happening in the past is what's brought us here. Do you feel the same or do you feel as though there's a, a definite connection with obviously obviously AI has been pushed on onto Google, um, but how do you think SEOs need to start handling things moving forward? Well, um, just one thing about the Google. So a lot of people think Google was behind because ChatGPT came out, but he just dumped it on the whole world. It's not like... It was like new. Um, it was version 3.5 that we got, right? But uh, Google actually wrote a pa paper, and I can never remember the order. It's making dilettantes out of debutantes or debutantes out of dilettantes. And basically talking about search and where it needs to go and machine learning and large language models and all that. It was 2018. And that's where Sam Altman got the idea to go forward with ChatGPT. So Google has been creating these with uh, large language models and using BERT and uh, uh, starting with BERT. Uh, Bert was um, the big push forward the, because prior to that, they could only disambiguate a sentence going forward one direction. They couldn't mask words and have it guess. And so it was very slow. It was very time consuming. It was very expensive. And so Bert allowed them to just mask a word. And if I say, I'm going to go buy blank and eggs in the United States, you'd say bacon and eggs, most likely, most likely term. And so it could determine those, but it doesn't have an understanding of the sentence. It just knows from patterns that that's the most likely word. So that accelerated everything in the large language models and the machine learning when it comes to language, because now the costs were greatly reduced and the process time and the amount of processing was greatly reduced. That's kind of the forefather of all that happened. But when it comes to uh, AI and search, we'll talk two, two sides of it. One, uh, using AI in SEO. Uh, use it for, don't use it. For, okay. Here's how I say it. Don't use it for anything super important. Like if you have a page that needs to convert, handwrite those titles and descriptions because you're converting people from the search and nobody knows a human better than a human and can do those turns of phrase and things like that. If you have a thousand blog posts that don't have descriptions, sure. Use it for that. Use it for ideation. Use it for, um, newsletters or, uh, you know, outreach emails that don't matter, you know, where you don't need a human touch. Don't do it wherever you need a human touch. Never do it without human review because they make things up. There's a lawyer that's losing his license because he allowed ChatGPT to write his briefs and it just cited things that didn't exist, law that didn't exist. Because it's not a search engine. A lot of people mistake it as a search engine. It's not. Search engine goes out, you put a query, it goes out, it comes back with the data matching your query with all the ranking factors, everything else. But large language models, all they do is the most likely predicted word in a sentence. Now you can change the temperature to get a less likely word, but that's just the most likely word. So I'll see people in our industry go, I did keyword research with it. You can't do keyword research with it. It's not doing keyword research. It doesn't do analysis. And there are plugins that might be able to help you using the large language model to pull in that data and rewrite it for you. That's different. But you're not doing keyword research if you go to ChatGPT and do like, say, give me keywords. It's just not. So um, the other thing people have to be careful about is not using it for direct content. because Although Google said we're fine with AI, they said we're fine with AI with lots of caveats. 
and and John has been going around for the last three to four weeks saying AI is a is an anchor on your site. AI just rehashes and regurgitates or large language models uh, regurgitate what's out there, which is true. They can't go outside their training. They can't create. They can't make up something new. They can only do what they were trained on. And what does Google need with a trillion pages to say exactly the same thing that everybody else ha- does in just a different way, right? But also the helpful content update is directed not at AI, but what it, AI can't do. So some people say, well, they're not detecting AI. You're right. They're not. I mean, they can, but it's t- too big of a problem, large scale, right? Trillions of documents, trillions of queries. It's too large scale. But some of the things in the helpful content update are things like originality. But large language models can't do originality. As John said, they just rehash the web. So if you're trying to make your content useful and helpful and add human experience, you can't do that with a large language model. You've been listening to the Unscripted SEO Interview Podcast with me, Mark A. Preston. Join us next time as I interview more top SEO professionals.